Hey, uh, this is Todd. We just recorded the Lost Podcast, and if you're wondering whether or not you want to listen to it or not, uh, it's not as much about the pilot as it is about the entire series. You know, this is about pilot one and two, but we talk about the entire series. So if you plan to watch, you may want to wait. But if you if you have a history with Lost, listen in and enjoy. Or maybe we've done 40. I don't know. One of these days, I'll get that right. Hopefully soon. But not today. Not today. What TV show or movie are we talking about today, my darling? So today we're going to talk about Lost, but we're not going to talk about the whole season. We're just going to talk about the pilot, part one and part two, um, but it's all considered the same pilot. And it was a bit like a movie in itself. It sure was. A good movie at that. And we have a uh, guest today, a wonderful guest named Cameron Adams. She happens to be our middle child. She's a pop culture kind of girl. You are. Would you consider yourself a pop culture kind of girl? I would. Okay. Why? What, what are your qualifications? Uh, I always know what's going on in pop culture. Do you read Entertainment Weekly like your mom does? I usually just get updates of it. I don't really read the articles all the time. Um, but do you read the magazine that we get delivered to our house? No. Todd, I, nobody reads no magazines. No one reads magazines. You do. I do, but I'm Gen X. She reads BuzzFeed and she reads like just something on Twitter or something. She just gets the gist. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Is there a dead spider right there? Sorry. Dead or alive. We have flies right and uh, spiders down here, Cam. Just get yeah. used to it. Yeah. It's a little like living on the island. That's right. Yeah, it's exactly like that. <laughs> um, so we're doing Lost. It's one of my favorite TV shows of all time, starring one of my favorite TV characters of all time. <laughs> Todd's in love with Jack. Jack Shepard. Jack Shepard. Um, so quickly, your favorite character, sweetheart. John Locke. Cameron? Uh, Sawyer. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, we have that's quite the uh, triad there. Very different he characters. Cameron likes the episode. Cameron likes yeah. the bad boy. I like the dutiful one, and you like the mysterious the spiritual, spiritual one. one. He's yep. really weird in the first episode. He well, uh, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, how much are we gonna like give away? It's a good question here. Yeah, um, can... I I don't want to um, alienate people from seeing. No, no, yeah. the opposite. I don't so, want to hamstring ourselves. Oh, okay. So if you um, like don't want to get spoiled, then you might not want to listen to this. Watch the first two episodes before you watch. I this. still think I'm gonna yeah. let some things. Because like, can I talk about? Yeah, let's the... just let's just be free flowing. Okay, fine. you guys are like totally having your own inner dialogue <laughs> with each other. I'm trying to. It's a very important thing from this season that has to do with John Locke. Yeah, and it happens kind of early. We're gonna it's the try first main plot point. We're gonna try not to deliberately spoil, but we might. Well, put it this way, that that's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Is it's not like we're gonna say, "Hey, here's a specific spoiler," but we're gonna talk about the characters in their yes. fullness mm-hmm. because I think eventually, maybe next week, we are gonna do Lost, the finale. Yeah, we'll skip the episode. the. 400 episodes in between or however many there were so because we're going to do that we're going to try and talk about maybe the fullness of the characters with the pilot and the finale correct okay so let's go forward with so that. this is what we're going to do i'm going to play about 90 seconds of the trailer of the pilot got it and it'll just kind of help people remember these beautiful characters or maybe not so beautiful if you're talking about ben ben's, but ben's, ben's not in the way pilot. later he's like season four what was ben's last name uh ooh. Elias? Ben Ooh. <laughs> no, I would not say it. Um, Doesn't matter. Here we go. Here's the pilot. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. 
crashed a thousand miles off course. They're looking for us in the wrong place. Stranded on an island. No one's coming for us. This place is different. We all know it. We all feel it. It's been six days. We're all still waiting. Waiting for someone to come. But what if they don't? We need to start figuring things out. We need to figure out how we're going to survive here. Anybody see that? Terrific. My main concern is keeping us alive. <laughs> we need to get off this island. You think any of us are here? We're all here now. We can't live together. Break it up. We're gonna die alone. Do you really think all this is an accident? That we, a group of strangers, survive? Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? Each one of us was brought here for a reason. And who brought us here, John? The island. Ooh, I just got goosebumps. John knows what's up. Jack's like, John, we got to be very literal. Logical. Mm-hmm. Well, John gets a uh, like a clue as to this island isn't normal basically the second he gets there. Correct, because... Can I say? Yeah, sure. So it turns out, we don't find this out until his episode, which I believe is like three episodes in or something like that. It turns out he was paralyzed from the waist down before coming on this island. And it's really cool how they introduced it to us. That episode, I was very surprised. But it turns out when he gets onto the island, he can walk again. So you kind of get the essence, okay, this is kind of supernatural or something like that. Correct. And we find out other things mm-hmm. later, like that Rose had cancer, mm-hmm. but then didn't when she got to the island. So there is things that the island offered, but not everybody had the experience that John Locke mm-hmm. did. Now, one thing that I was going to say about um, the pilot is that I can't remember... Todd and I watched the pilot, gosh, when you were a baby, uh, Cameron, you were about, we were in Mexico, Mm -hmm. you were about a year and a half, and I can't remember everything about that experience, but I know you and I had some conversation of, if this is real, how did these people survive? Mm -hmm. Like, just the whole idea... Because you see in the pilot, Kate remembers the back of the plane flying off. Yeah. The they fact kind of survived. Right. Mm-hmm. How that's impossible. Mm-hmm. So right there, you're like, there's no way this many people could survive this crash. Right? Mm-hmm. Most I mean, obviously I think the odds are probably one in ten thousand or something like that of a commercial airliner going down. Um, but you know, you have to suspend that. Well, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But even that in itself, suspending it lends to the idea that the island is special. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Because, like, Jack landed, it, this is the first scene, where he landed in the forest away from everyone. Do you really think he just, like, fell from the sky on his back and he can walk and, like, get up if it wasn't somehow? Great point. Yeah, because there, there was no way. And so, everyone was, like, fine. So let's talk about, um the like, the first 10 minutes okay. of this. Because I think... Opening scene. Opening scene which is Jack opening up his eye and then the eye dilates. And at the moment, you don't know what's going on. Like you just, uh, you see him looking up at the bamboo and it's quiet, I think. And you, but you can tell that he He's breathing heavy, he's scared. And anxious. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it starts so, I don't know, although he's scared peacefully, it's quiet. You don't hear the plane wreckage. Vince, the dog, walks Vincent. up. Vincent, Vincent, the dog, walks up. And, and initially scares Jack. 
Oh, really? Yeah, because when he doesn't know what's coming, and then he sees it's a dog. And then he starts walking and then running, and then that that moment, and I think it's probably like a three or four minute shot of the plane wreckage, and it's just it's as good as any movie scene I've ever seen. It's just so impactful and scary and terrifying and exciting and tragic all at the same time. It makes you uncomfortable, really. Like, it makes Super me uncomfortable. I was like, everyone is screaming. Shannon, who's a main character in the show, she is just like, she's in a diff, uh, in a specific type of shock, mm. I guess. I don't really know if there are things, but she's just like completely freaking out. And like, that kind of changes throughout. She definitely evolves as a character which i love she definitely evolves mm-hmm. through the season but even in that episode she goes i it's like she moves through those stages of grief pretty mm-hmm. quick because she is in shock and then there's extreme denial mm-hmm. right after that but this episode um pilot which is uh you know cut in two uh pilot part one pilot part two it cost 12 million dollars the most expensive pilot on tv and the guy who greenlit it his name is lloyd braun and i wonder if that because there was a sign that's the guy's name but there was a seinfeld where they talked about lloyd braun it might be coincidence but whatever the guy who greenlit it Uh got fired shortly after because it cost so much only to find out that it was a raving success. They should hire him back. Then right. Be like, so, I'm sorry. And I read that they bought a commercial plane, which is probably not a cheap investment, and then basically tore it apart and then kind of rebuild it in sections to put the plane on the beach and do all that stuff. They probably had to shoot in it first, didn't they, to get all the plane shots? Great question. I don't know. Well, and then something I read, and I don't really understand the logistics of this, is as they continued on through the episodes, they had to keep recreating the beach scene. Oh, really? Because like in Walkabout, the one about John Locke, he's... his foot. Yeah, exactly. So they had to keep... They had to bring... They couldn't do the wreckage the way you see it in the pilot, mm-hmm. but they had to keep bringing pieces back to the beach to demonstrate everyone's experience mm-hmm. of, you know, what they experienced when they hit yeah. land. Because right. we zoom in on different characters for each episode and we all see their immediate reactions. Right. I never saw Kate's immediate reaction. Like, she, I only saw her when she was giving Jack stitches, but I don't remember if we They get to show see. it in the pilot, though. They do? Oh, yeah, I guess. But, like, when she lands on the island, I mean. I've always just wondered. Got it. She... But I think, I think she got thrown, too, mm-hmm. because she ends up finding Jack... Um, when he's trying to sew his back. Well, you kind of see everybody's character kind of shows up in that initial sequence. Correct. Like Hurley's trying to help. So let's go mm-hmm. through them. So Jack yeah. is the opening scene. Mm-hmm. Jack the hero. Can Jack we just call him Jack the hero? And then Charlie. Charlie. What is Charlie doing when um, he's helpful, right? He's Oh, completely helpful. Um, mm-hmm. Hurley is very helpful. Boom. Um, Boone is not helpful. Boone's the best. He oh, was Boone trying is really helpful. To help. He's trying to help, but he's not helping at all. So he's like, should I go get one of those pens so we can do a tracheotomy or something like that? Yeah, that's and Jack's like, thing. go ahead. And he comes back with like 10 pens. I think Boone and is sweet. Boone no, is the best. No. I love Boone as a character. I wish, yeah, I'm not going to say that. But well, I think the contrast mm. between Boone and Shannon, because Shannon is his sister. Right. Well, but we find out. Stepsister. Stepsister. Because so we find out they had a relationship. Oh, that's right. Um, it's like. It's like in Clueless. Right. With them, I don't Exactly like, like in Clueless. Um, but there's no blood relationship is what we're trying to say. Right. So, but anyway, they are they are in a sa- the same family and Shannon, 
basically is in denial of what's happening and Boone is helping. So yeah. mm-hmm. even though he was doing CPR wrong yeah. for Rose, right. he doesn't know that Jack's He wasn't a doctor. like everyone else who was just like freaking out. He like stepped he in helped. action. If we're comparing him to Shannon, he's helpful. Right. Yes, but Shannon actually ends up doing probably the, not maybe the most helpful thing, but the best thing in the pilot. When she interprets the French? Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. So do you guys remember the moment... Because when we watched this, sweetie, we were in Mexico. Right. We didn't read anything. We heard it was good, but we didn't really know the story. Mm-mm. And uh, and by the way, just so everybody knows, it was September. The pilot aired on September twenty second, two thousand four. So you weren't even born yet, Cameron. Ooh, mm-hmm. that was in. You had two months to go. Right, but we didn't start watching it till a, a year a few and a years half later. later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. You guys weren't watching. No, it live? no, no, no. Oh. So basically, we caught up with a whole season while we were in Mexico. So we were ready then to start season three. I remember buying TV. the DVDs from Target. Oh, jeez. Uh, that's how we got it. We yeah, brought it down to God. Mexico with us. Um, but the moment when they realized that there was a loop for 16 years, Ooh, I, like my bumps. heart, my heart dropped. Like, because it was just a moment like, wow, these guys are in some significant trouble. I remember that moment when I first watched it because I was very because you guys told me how good it was. You told me it was about, but like that moment, even after watching it like the third time or the fourth time, it still gives me goosebumps because it's like heartbreaking mm-hmm. and like awful and. T- terrifying mm-hmm. also and when charlie gives his line it's like so scary what's his line camera uh it's uh guys where are we yeah guys where are we pretty simple line but pretty impactful so what mm-hmm. i want to do if it unless tied you have a structure here i don't you... really have a structure i wanted to play just one quick sure go ahead part you all everybody <laughs> you all everybody you never heard that song I've heard it. I just don't know what the That's hell. That's us. Has... Drive shaft. Drive shaft. Oh, the ring. Second tour of Finland. You never heard of drive shaft? The band. Yeah, the band. You were in drive shaft. I am in drive shaft. I play bass. Serious? Yeah. Charlie. Track three. You know, I do backing vocals. Friend Beth would freak. She loved you guys. Yeah, give me Beth's number. I'll call her. I'd, I'd love to. Hey. Does she live near? You ever heard of drive shaft? <laughs> you all, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you all. Jack is like Jack's so. Like, are we talking about this right Jack, now? Jack's in work mode. He's like, He's like not we're not doing this right now. So that scene is really funny for a lot of reasons. Number one, because it introduces that Charlie is kind of a famous musician. Mm-hmm. Um, so it gives you a teeny bit of his backstory. Then just the fact that he says, "Give me your number and I'll call yeah. her." Like he he doesn't realize where right. he is. Yeah. Right. And then something we discussed while we were watching it is the trivia that at the time Evangeline Lilly and who plays Charlie. He's he was in uh, Lord of the Rings, but I don't know his name. Uh, yeah. So and Charlie in real life, the guy they were dating at the time. Um, and then you guys told me that the reason he left the show. No, he wanted to leave the show in season two when they broke up. But he did. They uh, they said, no, we're not ready to let you go. But okay. then he ended up leaving the show after. Okay, Dominic Monaghan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank goodness, because he is in my absolute favorite episode, or is that my favorite episode? Favorite Wait, episode? is the constant the same as Not Penny's Boat? Two, two separate. Okay. I think we should do a pop culturing on the constant. That's the best lost what episode. What episode is that? It's deep, and it's confusing and gratifying. And just, Oh, is it the one where he... It's when Desmond yeah. finally hooks up with Penny on the on the phone. But yeah. he has to... She has to keep a promise yeah. from years 
before. Yeah. yeah. And in order the to... likelihood of her answering that phone. Right. And the fact it's I get to, I, I get, just got goosebumps. Me too. too just even thinking um, about this it. is Charlie's line. Guys. Where are we? Thud. Wait. Such a good. Oh, also, Sawyer's line probably hit me harder than Charlie's. Which what did was, Sawyer Because when he was like, they were like, uh, Evangeline Lily or Kate or whatever said, maybe she got rescued. And she's like, if she got rescued, why is it still playing? Yeah. That probably gave me more goosebumps. So I was like, oh my god, they're gonna, they're they're die, they're dead right now. The one thing I remember from watching the pilot is I really wanted to see like a a, a real, not a real. A, a show like Survivor, like they're just trying to survive. And the minute the supernatural came in, which is obviously an enormous part of the enormous, show. Enormous, yeah. I was like, I was bumming. I'm like, oh, they're... Really? Well, when the polar bear shows up in the jungle. But why? But that's the such whole a thing. mystery. Yeah. Like, how did that polar bear get there? Yeah. And how can it live in the jungle? Right. Yeah. And that... And, and I want to go back to... Um, the characters really quick because I feel like for people who have watched the show and it's been a long time, sure. mm-hmm. they need kind of sure, to be reacclimated with their people good because idea. that's why. And we don't have to get super deep, but we already started with Jack. He's the logical one, and I read that he was supposed to die in the first in the pilot. He was what? Yeah. How? So actually, what happened was originally they thought Jack was going to die in, after the first three episodes. Yes, and they gave the they offered the role to Michael Keaton. Ah. And Michael Keaton's obviously a much bigger star than Matthew Fox. And when Michael Keaton heard that actually it might go for a lot longer, Michael Keaton backed out. Got and it. Made space for now Matthew I Fox. read he was gonna die in the pilot because he was going to be the You could the, be right. the smoke monster's first Oh um Yeah you Victim. victim. And then Kate was going to be the center of the show. Yeah, you could be right. Yes. I would have watched that too. I like them both. I, Kate's a definitely one of my favorite characters other than Sawyer. But the thing that's so great about the show, it's not like regular. Like, it's not like if you're a main character, you stick around forever. Like, people die really yeah. quickly. People get introduced. And one of one of my good characters, the one that I really like, ends up dying Rip pretty Boone. early. Rip Boone. I didn't want to say it. Yeah. Rip Boone. Rip Boone. Well, that a lot of people die. So Jack mm. is really our the figurehead, right? Yeah. And then Charlie He's is, our hero, sweetie. He, he's our hero. But Charlie Charlie has a whole thing to go through because we find out he's an addict. Uh, everybody has a huge backstory, right? He has a really good story, Charlie, his character development. Great story. Mm. And he leaves a hero. Yep. Not Penny's boat, yeah. for sure people does. who know what that Such. means. It's the most moving, one of the most moving scenes I've ever seen. I sobbed that night. Is, um, it, is it more moving than Sun and Kim's? Oh my Sun God. We watched, we Jin. watched like a little clip of it because it was a previously from the old show and you started crying. Sobbing. Seeing that. Oh, well, there's so, this is the thing that this show does. Any good show mm-hmm. that you watch for a long period of time is because you know all the backstory, these moments mm-hmm. are like times 1,000 because you know how much they've grown and changed and gotten to this point. And that point was Sun and Jin, which we don't necessarily need to talk about, but mm-hmm. they make a choice to stay together yeah. in a pretty significant moment, mm-hmm. is so earned, and I understand why Jin did it. Like, mm-hmm. Todd, you didn't like that Jin did I that. I did not. I didn't like it either because of their child. That's exactly right. I was like, dude. I know, yep. but what he knew is he couldn't live without her. But oh. he could. 
I think he, I think Sweetie, that he if just you're in a burning look. building yeah. and we got three kids in the other house and I know for a fact that there's no way I'm going to save you, I'm sorry I'm not going into that burning building because we got three kids over here that we got to take care of. But wow. Jin, you know, didn't really know this child. That's because true. Because Jin okay. was on the island. Really but is. he knew of that child. I know, but he what he did know is this person. Was in front of him. And he was him. not going to let her die alone. I think alone. that it wasn't yeah. about so much her not, him not living without her. I think it was about him not being able to live with myself if he didn't stay with her because he Correct. would have carried that around for the rest of his life. Thank you. And this is my point is it is earned because let let us say to everybody, this doesn't all happen in the pilot. No, this no. Is no. Over this, that's like way that's like season to the five. end, which I was yeah. so surprised because the show was like about to end and these two characters that had been there from the start had just died. I was like, dudes. I know. But that's the beauty that of the show. That happens twice actually. I know. Soon I'm not gonna say that. I remember not but. being heartbroken when Boone died. I well, we didn't just, know him well enough. Yeah, I was just disappointed. I was like, this dude's pretty cool. He was like, he was always very selfless. Mm-hmm. And that's just... That's yeah, just he it. was always a team player, he, wasn't he? He took care of Shannon. He yeah. was brave. He was very brave. So going back to some of the characters. So mm-hmm. we've talked about Jack, Charlie, um, Shannon, and Boone, as mm-hmm. we discussed. Saeed. Um, Saeed, who is one of my... He's probably my number two yeah. favorite character. Really? I love Saeed's story. Mm-hmm. And I don't love how necessarily his story ends. You didn't like that? No, because he loved Nadia. Shannon was a momentary love. Mm -hmm. Nadia was his lifetime love. It was on the the island. I understand. That's what I think that it was. Also, when does... Yeah, I'm like... Saeed is brilliant and... You'd like Saeed when he's sticking... who is who is torturing who? Oh, Sawyer. What? Uh, Saeed was torturing Sawyer and sticking uh, toothpicks in his fingernails. I, I don't even like. Okay, let's not get too far into it because Saeed. Like what I love about the pilot with Saeed is you realize that this is a man who obviously has an interesting past, and there it even in the pilot they set up that Sawyer is racially profiling mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. and assuming that... Being totally racist. Yeah, assuming that Saeed is a part of this because he's Iraqi, correct? Yes. So... And I believe 9-11 had just happened. Correct. That was like, the thing. So many connections, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, you know, an awareness of our world at the time in 2004. But Saeed is brilliant, and he's the he had been trained in his own military. What What's the... His, uh, re, re, Republic? Guard. Something Republican Guard. Republican Guard. That's what it was. And so he knew how to work the radio. You know, he's very necessary um, as far as part of the team. And then we have, of course, uh, Michael and Walt. Yeah. Michael and Walt. And Michael, I I liked Michael, Michael in the first couple. I think of we all liked seasons. Michael, and then he made a really immoral decision, didn't he? Later on. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was definitely something that you didn't think he would do but he had that option for a while i think it was just about their relationship growing together right. and him about making that sacrifice. are you talking about his backstory no, no doesn't he, he he ditches everybody um to save walt doesn't yeah he gives them kate and jack and hurley and right Sawyer. Yeah. season two yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's later, but and then well, doesn't and he shoot Libby or something like that? Yes, that's what it was. He shot Libby and Anna Luisa. Yes. yes. Yeah. He does some bad stuff. And Hurley, that's awful for him because the reason Libby was there is because he forgot the blankets. Yes. And that was awful. Oh, wow, your memory is better than mine. Well, yeah. she's watched it more recently. Yeah. Um. But so his son. Yep. 
is Walt, and Walt is supposed to be nine years old, mm-hmm. and Walt couldn't stay on Lost very long because he was growing up too fast, and this uh, this show... They had to take him off for, like, a season, yeah, and then they brought him back for, like, a quick second, and then they took him off Yeah, forever. he had a scene with John Locke, because we yeah. find out in Walt's backstory, um, and he's Vincent's owner, by the way, the dog that he had some of his own supernatural abilities. He had some mm-hmm. of, he had his own connection um, to, to the spirit world. Yeah, so that's why they wanted him. And then now he's in the band, mm-hmm. MKTO. Is that what it's called? MKTO. And then he sings classic and everyone goes, yeah. That's Everyone goes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, I love MKTO. So anyway, that's where Walt is. And then we have Sun and Jin who are married. Um, and then any other characters in the Ooh, pilot? Uh, Claire, Sawyer, we got them. Oh, Claire's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, Sawyer is kind of the, if, you know, if, if Sawyer was going, if Sawyer was in this pandemic with us right now, he'd be hoarding everything. Yes, yeah. he And would. he would have a gun, he'd be buying guns and telling yeah. everybody to stay away. So that's what Sawyer's like in the pilot. His character development is so good. So good. We so, miss a really good part of it, but it's still good. So by the end, yeah. because by the end, which we'll get to when we do Lost Finale, John Locke kind of ha- unfortunately takes a turn because, you know, he gets associated with the man in black and Sawyer becomes my favorite. Yeah. So at the Sawyer end. Mm, Sawyer turns into such a lovable. Oh, such a teddy good bear. And Jack becomes a little bit oh. more like Sawyer. Oh, easy on Jack. I didn't say oh, anything. Jack, Jack is. Uh, here's some Jack. He loses himself. Here's my guy. For okay. a little bit. Last week, most of us were strangers. We're all here now. And God knows how long we're going to be here. But if we can't live together, we're going to die alone. That's right. Listen to my guy. It's a good moment. He's an amazing leader for a few seasons, but at a certain point, he loses it a little bit. Let's hear more from my guy. I think that's why you and I don't see eye to eye sometimes, Jack, because you're a man of science. Yeah. And what does that make you? Me? Well, I'm a man of faith. That's your guy, sweetie. Well, that's you and I. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the discrepancy. You guys that's played the... that at the conference. We that one, yeah. did. Oh, did we really? Mm-hmm. I was demonstrating the difference between the two of us. Nice. All right, last one from Jack. Yep. We have to go back, Kate. Kate's like, I'm not having it. She bails. Hold on, one more. We have to go back. (laughs) So you guys say that all the time. time. You guys are making fun of me for that. But I remember, and this is a total spoiler, when that moment happened on the show. Because we thought for sure everything had happened up to that point was a flashback. And up until that moment, we had no idea. Because you saw Jack and he was drinking and he had a beard. Yeah, we're like, when did this like, happen? When did this happen? And that's the moment we we realized they got off the island. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, oh my god, that was like the that's like the big gut punch. Like I think a sixth sense. Like I think a moment that I'll always remember watching mm-hmm. a screen. Right. Sixth sense when I realized that Bruce Willis is dead. And spoiler. And Jack. <laughs> well, wow. They've had fifteen years yeah, to figure so. that yeah, out. Come on. Yeah. And when when. Jack is in a flash forward and they got off the island. That was and he wants to go back to it. And just to see them, do you know what I remember so mm-hmm. well in that moment? Mm-hmm. Not so much Jack because he was kind of losing it, but Kate. Kate 
showered with yes. makeup. I yes. remember I was that. like, I was we like, haven't seen Kate whoa. this way yet because she's, you know, they're always on the island and they're like a mess constantly. Yeah, and her life was a mess before this, so we it hadn't was. seen her. We had. So obviously they got back. And I remember thinking, why? Why would they do that to the characters? I was like, what's going to be the storyline? How do they get off? Real quick about Evangeline. Evangeline. Evangeline Lilly. She had never acted before this show. She's a solid actress. Oh my God. She's really good. So if I'm like Mm -hmm. an actor and I'm like in all these different, whatever, casting calls or auditions and... And then this person just kind of decides to act and gets on like one of the best shows of all time. I'm totally jealous. Well, I, as I said, when we were watching this again the other night, total gratuitous scenes of her taking off her clothes, yeah. by the way. I, I didn't like, mind it. I know you I didn't. was okay with it. I know you were, but it was, it was gratuitous. It was unnecessary. It was so unnecessary. I think it was trying to draw, I don't know. It was eye candy, the, bring people in. Well, yeah. in Sun... It, just their relationship, maybe mm-hmm. that moment, it was less about, it was more about son being yeah. support system to her. Because don't they like make eye contact? Sweetie, your, your, your dog and J.J. Abrams. Who, by the way, won an Emmy for directing this episode. Um, do you want to hear a little bit of John Locke? Of course. Here we go. This is when he's talking to Charlie, because Charlie's all strung out on drugs. Right. What do you suppose is in the cocoon, Charlie? No, a, a butterfly, I guess. It's much more beautiful than that. That's a moth cocoon. It's ironic, butterflies get all the attention, but moths they spin silk. They're stronger, faster. That's wonderful, but you see this little hole? This moth's just about to emerge. It's in there right now, struggling. It's digging its way through the thick hide of the cocoon. Now, I could help it. Take my knife gently widen the opening and the moth would be free but it would be too weak to survive the struggle is nature's way of strengthening it now this is the second time you've asked me for your drugs back ask me again and it's yours a lot of wisdom he's just the best and john Mm. I don't think, okay, this is a, might be a controversial thing to say. I really did enjoy a lot of his backstory, but I don't think the end gave him the justice that well, he deserved. Well, I think the end, like a certain part of the end, it, I didn't like that for like two seasons he was just gone or whatever. And, and I liked, I mean, if you really get to the end to end, mm-hmm. you know, he's with everybody. That was yeah. good. But where was Peggy from Married with Children? Yeah, we What's said that. Like, where was his person? Yeah. And that was his person, and she should have been there, but she wasn't on the island. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably why. But I will, um, regardless of- We'll get to that the, when we go over the uh, finale. Yeah, yeah I was, because what I- th- I wish I could say this. I, I'll save it for the finale. Finale one. Yeah. So, John, what I love about him is where Jack is like high anxiety and constant adrenaline- John is at peace and John is a teacher and John is, um, in you guys, you know, this is getting into it later, but he's the one who makes the bassinet for Claire. Mm. He's the one who helps Charlie get off drugs. He's the one who helps Walt. He, he's the wise elder and he is, and so he also creates some controversy here and there. Like once they find the, um, what's the thing called the thing Desmond's in? 
Oh, uh, the hatch. The hatch, right. Yeah. Then he has some different oh, methodology. Oh, he just gets mad because he feels he's lost his faith or whatever. Right. At that part, he's just sad. He just feels like he lost something. But the thing about it is Locke was always the person who wanted to say we should stay on the islands. Like, I like Absolutely. it here. Him and Walt and Jack was always the one that's like, we got to get off. And then he, when he leaves, he ends up not being like that. He ends up saying, we have to go back. So it's just, you realize how much the island did for them. And how John was right. Yeah, how John was right, and Walt had it. And at some point, I feel like some of them all discovered how great the island really was. Absolutely. Well, and there, and again, this this is such a oh, this this show in its entirety is such a deep study about human nature and spirituality and faith and there's so much to there's it. so much i remember to watching it. episodes and then you know you you crazy kids these days can binge watch that was not available to us back then which was good because it forced us to think about it and i would listen to i think one or two podcasts about one episode about that episode I know, me too just to kind of wow todd let's think about that podcasts right it was an early podcast we started our Zen Parenting podcast in 2010, yeah. and that was early. Yeah. And this was like in tw- 2006 or seven. Well, it's the the show started in 2004, and it ended in 2010. And I think I started listening to, to the Lost podcast closer to the end. Did we create Zen Parenting because we watched Lost? Possibly. It kind of corresponded. Possibly. Um, they overlapped. So, Any other main characters that you wanted to talk about before we moved on? We haven't talked about Claire. Well, Claire's pregnant. Yeah. And she it keeps she's there's concern during the episode that she can't feel the baby, but then she eventually feels the baby. Because of Jen. <laughs> yeah, Jen. It was an SOB for almost all of the pilot, with yeah. the exception of that one moment, right? Yeah. Oh, and he helps with He's the food. He's giving people food. He's giving people but food. nobody wants it. He's just not yeah. happy with Sun. No, well, it's not that he's not happy, he's controlling mm-hmm. Sun. Just a little bit. Yes. And Sun, we find out later yeah, was about to that leave him uh the part where you figure out she speaks english you you spoiled that oh, for. i was sorry. so mad i was like Damn. she had learned english because mm. she was planning to leave him mm. and then didn't yep. at the airport so and daniel day kim i found out struggled with this role because it's the first time he had ever spoken korean oh, oh interesting he yeah. learned it for that role yes that's very interesting how long did that take i don't you? know these actors they know what they're doing they know how to act and then he Stayed on the island after Lost was over and was on Hawaii Five O. Speaking mm-hmm. of acting, out of the Just main characters, on. Hurley, Sawyer, Son, Kate, Locke, Jack, who do you think is the best actor of the bunch? Jack? Pure, purely acting. In this episode? No, in the series. It's hard to do because they're all really good, but if you had to choose your favorite actor... What about Claire? You have to add Claire in. Yeah, Claire and Jen and everybody, Saeed. Well, it's different because like Charlie and Hurley are a bit of the comic relief. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that Jack is probably, sorry. I would say either Jack and Locke. Mm -hmm. Jack, Locke. Also Evangeline Lilly. She's really great. She has good She's good in the scene where she has to sew up his back because Mm -hmm. it's a very, um, and then when she's scared and she's counting. Yeah. Um, I read something funny. I don't know if you read this trivia, but Boone's name in this pilot, his name was supposed to be Five. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because he was supposed to, his name was going to be like Boone Dentonent the fifth, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and so supposedly they were going to call him five. Okay, and they decided not to. They decided to call him Boone, but they did a, a find and replace in the whole script. 
And I guess in the script, they were really confused when they got it because there's a scene where Jack explains to them that he counts to five when mm-hmm. he gets afraid. And then throughout the script, it said, one, two, three, four, Boone. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Got it. That when they got, they looked at it, they're like, what does that mean? And they're like, oh, sorry, that was a find and replace. And here's 10 seconds funny. from Hurley. Okay. Dude, you're alive! Dude, even if you were speaking English, I wouldn't understand what you're saying. It's not cool, dude. Dude. Hey, dude. Push this car, dude. Dudes, I know how to drive. Sorry, I beat you so bad, dude. She'll be okay, dude. Dude. A lot of dudes. A lot of dudes. dudes. And Hurley becomes extremely important at the end. We'll yeah, save, we'll he's the most important at for the, the end. finale. It's a wonderful reveal. It is. But uh, I always struggle with that. It's like, is that what he wanted? Is that what he wanted? I don't to know. It's do? huh. a really good question. And, and you know, in this episode, in the pilot, if you guys mm-hmm. remember, Charlie writes fate on his fingers. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's really the gist of all of this is fate, that's destiny. And so even if Hurley didn't want it, we sometimes have a purpose mm-hmm. that maybe we didn't really ask for, but yeah. we have. Like sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Um, a little bit from Sawyer. Okay. on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer. Sawyer's great comic relief, too. Yeah. But initially, hilarious. he's scary. I yes. love his nicknames. They're so good. He reminds Freckles. me a little bit of oh, yeah. Stark when he does that. Because totally. he makes up nicknames. Well, and that was Josh Holloway. Is that his name? Uh-huh. That was kind of his, what he brought to it. Like, Sawyer was supposed to be completely different. And then Josh Holloway's like, what if we started nicknaming people? And they just ran with it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have very nice nicknames, though. He calls oh, Hurley yeah. like Tubby. Yeah, yeah. Right. but then Jeff goes, hey, but there's this one great episode. Do you guys remember that episode that um, he they they make a bet or whatever, and he can't call anyone nicknames for right. two weeks? I don't remember I that. I don't remember what point in the TV show. There was a point where everyone was just kind of happy on the island, and it was cool. They were friends, yeah. yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. was fine. And then there's obviously, it might have been around that episode where... Do you guys remember those two characters that no one cared about, but like it uh, Nick, one of the Nick best. and Paulo? Oh my god! They got, one yeah. of the best episodes. I've I'm ever so watched glad you anything. agree because they oh, got that's so much fan mail saying that that was the worst episode. It okay? I didn't care about the characters, but God, that was well written. Like yes. I was, that was one of the moments. That you so to set can, you want to set that up. Uh, like what happened in that episode? Should, do I tell the whole thing? Or? Sure. Well, it's kind of a long episode. No, no. It's just it's first of all the controversy was Nick and Paulo or whatever their name was showed up as if they were there the whole time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. why did you let's ask this question and say why did you like that episode? Because, because of how it of ended. The moment that you figure it out and you're just like. What? But I, they, they weren't part of the crew. I, it doesn't it's not matter. About the characters. It's about that mo that the, like the whole build up and everything. You're like, why am I watching this? Why am I watching this? I don't care about this. And then it's just like, and wait. then they have the shovel yeah. and they throw the sand on them, and the oh. person opens up their eyes. But see, why did you care about these two characters? It's not it was, about caring about the characters. It's just I'm loving totally the with story. Cameron. Yeah. It was like I thought I knew it was going on mm-hmm. in the very last moment. You're like, like, oh, well, they're just gonna die, and then they somehow reveal. That they're, it, they're stunned. That they were just stunned by the spider or the yeah. snake, whatever <sighs> bit them, and the eyes open as they're burying their bodies. Horrible. So Sorry. awful. Horrible. 
because it's an awful thing, but like, oh, it's so good. I, I would, I thought they like lost a storyline or something when I first started. I was like, why do, do, how does this relate to story? And I think it ended up just being maybe like a filler because I think some characters were on this side of the island, some characters were on this side of the island. The tailies. Yeah, it wasn't the tailies. It was like someone, I think they were with the others. others. The others. Yes, others. others. Getting revealed that what had happened to Nick and Paolo. With that ghost guy yeah. that I didn't really care about. Who's the ghost guy? The ghost guy that like communicates with the dead. The African American guy or the African dude? Yeah. Oh, I liked him, yeah. Doctor. What did they call him? I don't know. I can find it, but Dr. he. Wa- they wanted to write him to be a bigger part of he the was show, right? And he didn't want to, so that's when they brought Ben in. Benjamin Linus. Benjamin Linus. Oh. Well, here's the thing about that guy. That guy was like an interesting connection he was more like Locke. Mm-hmm. what was his name i feel like his name he was a doctor or he was a priest he was, he was like the brother he was of a drug somebody. dealer he slash priest guy with the red hair i loved his backstory yes oh my gosh there's so many unique characters on this show mm-hmm. i can't even begin so do you guys want let's talk a little more about the what we're being set up for in mm-hmm. the pilot like first of all the Whoa. crash it's crazy that these people are alive. Second of all, they think they're going to get rescued right away. Yep. And then, so what are the elements that they figure out that this island is not normal? Obviously, we don't know that Locke... Smoke monster. So smoke monster... Which is, that you don't know it's a smoke monster. You don't know just, it's a smoke monster, but kind of describe what happens on the island when they're... Like, um, what do they see? We get introduced the very first night that there's like this noise from going coming from the jungle and they all kind of run over they're like what is that and then when they go to get the pilot uh they uh, the pilot ends up getting taken and killed by the monster and you never see it and you never like know what's going on and then it happens a third time when they're that when they're outside again so basically just get introduced to the monster so i thought this was really interesting the the smoke monster there's this sound that Mm -hmm. is made when the smoke monster is coming and it's like a mechanical sound and it said the people the the lost people the people who wrote the show they wanted a mixture of cool sound textures but specifically they wanted a combination of sounds that brought to mind biological and mechanical they wanted it to sound indescribable and completely alien. Mm. So, like, you know how it has that, like, mechanical sound? Yeah. That sounds only like snake-like. And then, like, gunfire. And then, yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot going on there. And the smoke monster in the first... Pilot 2, the second part, as you said, Cameron, he – so this is kind of a fun play on words. They called it Lost Pilot, Mm -hmm. and the pilot is the first one who dies. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. he – it's played by this guy named Greg uh, Greg Grunberg, Mm -hmm. and he's in all of J.J. Abrams' shows. Mm -hmm. So like he was in Alias, and Bradley Cooper was in Alias – and Bradley Cooper and Greg Grunberg were friends, and that's why he put him in A Star is Born. And any, I guess they're such good friends that J.J. Abrams said that Greg Grunberg is his good luck charm for mm. his shows. So anyway, he's the pilot. Yeah. And he, as you said, you think he's going to live because it's mm-hmm. amazing that he's even alive. Right. Yeah. But, but then he gets pulled out by the smoke monster and it's pretty gross. Yeah. 
It was gross. And then you look above, and I think that's the ending of the first episode where you look above and he's all bloody. They're like, how is that possible? Yeah. And it's, I think, is he up in the tree? He's up in the tree. Yeah. So something supernatural is getting at him. So the smoke monster is something. And by the way, that's what we call our rabbit. Yeah. Smoke monster. I don't remember them actually calling it the smoke monster in the show. It was kind of just you guys. Maybe, yeah. Maybe everybody else did. But everybody calls it the smoke monster. I guess that's what it is. This is just their little... So it says the island is home to a mysterious entity uh, of blacks, uh, a black mass accompanied by the mechanical like sounds called the smoke monster or just the monster by the survivors. The monster has been described by the lost producers as one of the biggest secrets of the mythology. Mm-hmm. So do we really figure out what the smoke we, monster is? I remember the yeah. moment that we first saw actually smoking. It's with um, Mr. Echo. Mr. Echo, that's who it is. Mr. Echo. He first, that's the first time we see the smoke and it's kind of just like, you see it and it's getting close to him and then he almost like touches it and then it cuts back to the other characters and then he's dead. So we never even see it kill. The smoke monster, man in black, right? Yes, that's who it is. That's who it is. It's the, it's man in black in a different form. Got it. Okay. And then it's the, remember in John Locke when he holds up the two things. Yes. Yes, the, so it, you mean in the backgammon? Yeah. In the backgammon, yeah. What's interesting about that scene is John Locke is saying to Walt, uh, "Do you have a, I, I have a secret. Do you want to know what it is? And he never says it in the pilot. He never says what the secret is. But we end up knowing what the secret is. I think maybe he reveals it in the third or fourth episode. Oh. Is, and the secret is that this island is magical because I can now walk in a... That's that was when I got on the airplane, I could not, and now I can't. So, like, basically, John Locke's first lines are that he finds a backgammon game and he starts explaining to Walt backgammon and that it's the oldest game in in history, it predates Jesus Christ, Mm. and that, and just talking about religious, like, he's you know, he's bringing in all the the faith aspects. The good thing is that they, isn't that the game pieces that they end up finding in like the second to last, the third to last? But it's a different type of game pieces. It's not just backgammon. They make it's demonstrating light light versus dark. dark. And this is the mythology for all good storytelling as you, you know, this is Harry Potter, this is Star Wars, this is, Mm. it's, you know, good versus evil, light versus dark. And then also in the, I don't, this isn't in the first episode, it's a little bit later, but it's in the very beginning of the show where they find the pieces and like the two bodies. Yes, Adam and Eve. Yeah, and we completely forget about them because there is so much we don't know that it's like, you just forget, you, Mm -hmm. you don't even remember. And in like the last season, in like close to the last few episodes, you finally get who those two people are and how the pieces got there. And they play that scene, you're like, oh my God, I remember when that happened. It brings it back together. And I'm just, just trying like, to picture anybody listening to this podcast that has not seen the whole yeah, series. Don't watch is, this if you don't. You know who I envision listening to this is somebody who watched Lost a long time ago who have forgotten about these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so maybe what we'll do... Just jog their memory. Is jog their memory of who these people are, inspire them to maybe introduce this to their children... Um, or to watch it again or to kind of join us for, you know, mm-hmm. the next one, which is about the finale, because I found it to be kind of, um, 
you know, let me get deep for a second about, you know, we're, we're in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, we're in the middle of April right now. And I was looking at it through a completely different lens, like how people respond in crisis. Mm-hmm. Like, what do people do in a crisis? Because we're watching that right now in our own world. And it's like on this island, what does everybody do? Yeah. And who do they become? Yeah. And the pilot gives you kind of a good indication of how they're going to react. Like one of like the ongoing things on Lost is how Kate, will always be the one to go do the hard thing mm-hmm. and if pe- and for and because it's got a little bit of the you know the old school you know I don't want to say it's misogyny, but the expectation that the men should do it. Mm-hmm. She always has to fight yeah. to say I'm yeah. going and mm-hmm. that's like an ongoing thing is she's going to be a helper. Yeah, um, every single time it's like she usually bring they usually bring Jack, they usually bring Saeed, they usually bring Sawyer and right. Kate. Those are the people. So which character if we go all the way from the beginning of the series to the end, okay. has the biggest arc or evolution or... Um, the biggest change? Yeah. Sawyer has that, a huge change. That's who I thought. Uh, Jin has a huge change. Huge. And then Jack, obviously, more spiritual, but you know, yeah, huge change. You know, something I was going to say about Kate, mm-hmm. because Kate has a pretty big change, but mm. you know, in season two, and I She's read- She's already pretty strong. That's the only thing that keeps me from saying her. Yeah. Yeah, she mm-hmm. has a kind of a-, a but she's a also grounding quality. But she's also really makes a lot of bad choices. She does, mm-hmm. but why does she make her backstory? Yeah. A lot of it is about her family. Abuse, mm-hmm. She's right. taking care of right. So but the thing about in season two, I read that the writers weren't quite sure where they were gonna go with this show. They were mm-hmm. still kind of flying by the seat of their pants because mm-hmm. they were like, You're gonna get 13 episodes, you're gonna get another season. So they were like not sure where to go. So there is a point when and they always kind of allude to a chemistry between Sawyer and Kate. But Sawyer and Kate were a little like Rachel and Joey to me. They're I didn't so want similar. them together. Yeah, they didn't they were they were such similar people with kind of like darker backgrounds yeah. that it didn't it doesn't work. Yeah. Just Almost. kind of like and you know that they are friends and uh-huh. that that even though again they you know there's some episodes where they show that they're attracted to each other or whatever but it's kind of like that Rachel Joey thing where you're like I don't want these people together no. and I don't did you like Sawyer and Kate together? Well, it's weird because once Sawyer connected with what's her name? Juliet. Juliet. I think mm. he, I think he called her Blondie. <laughs> they, um, were the they were so much they were a much better couple than yeah. Sawyer and Kate. Right. And you knew Jack and Kate needed to stay together. Of course. You knew, but they don't get their satisfying end until like the very end, which upset me because I love them. But together. they had in between set because mm-hmm. in between when they, they are together. Mm-hmm. Do you they remember? Are. They do get. They're raising they Aaron. Yeah. And then Kate obviously became amazing at being a mom and stuff. Right. And, they think that was her purpose in the end to be with Aaron, to help Claire be with Aaron and like, yes. be happy. Also, Claire leaves for like two seasons. Claire goes wackadoodle. Yeah, she, she sure goes does. insane. And like she just shows up and you're just like, wait, don't the others have you been? Take others, her? others. <laughs> don't they take her? They because take she, her. Yeah. Nobody can get pregnant on the island. Yeah. Yeah. And then they don't give her back for a long time. Yeah. I remember it feeling so long until she came back. I'm like, how did the actress feel about that? Like, when am I coming back, guys? She like, probably did a movie or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was on once. So maybe it was that. No. No, oh, that couldn't have been it because that was I don't know when this show ended, but once was probably. She was in a, a movie later. with Robert Pattinson. Oh, maybe it was that. I don't know. The Dracula guy. Dracula. It guy. was so interesting because when she came back, we were all just like, "Oh my god, we haven't Claire. seen this character in so long." All right, you guys ready for some trivia? Yeah, let's. Yes. Do it. All right. Um, let's see. 
I have two different types of trivia. One is just random trivia, and others I can ask you guys trivia questions. Well, ask us trivia questions. Cameron and I like to go compete about these mm-hmm. things. All right, let's see how you do. Pop culture person against so pop culture person. So this is specific person. to the pilot, and you guys, in the very first scene when Jack woke up in the jungle, what was the first thing he saw? Uh, the Bamboo. Bamboo. That's exactly right. And then thinking Vincent. about the shoe. For Let's some do this. Reason. Let's hit the table and so. No, because that might be bad for our listeners. No, yeah. But Cameron and I want to compete. I want to win. I want to um, win. We'll just alternate. Um, okay. So, sweetie, this is for you. Okay. On the first night on the island, the crash survivors heard the terrifying island beast in the jungle. What did Walt think the island beast was? Vincent. Uh, let's see if that's right. Yeah, that's right. That is correct. All right, back to you, Cameron. Okay. Uh, number seven. On the first night, what did Boone try to give Shannon to eat? Uh, oh my God. I know, I know. You know what it was? Because I, I thought that's not going to be helpful. Uh, chocolate. Yes. That's exactly that's right. Was. I was like, she's going to get a headache. She, that's the first thing I, I thought. I remember her, I thought, I think it was her not wanting to eat sugar. That was part of the thing. She's like, I'm not breaking my diet. And no. she's like, I'll eat on the rescue boat. Uh, yeah. So this, <laughs> this is the last one of the pilot. And then I'm going to ask you more general questions about loss. Okay. As Kate prepared, whose turn is it? Mine. As Kate prepared to look for the cock cockpit with jack where did she get a pair of shoes a good hiking shoes oh, I know. from someone who had died she took them off of a body uh let's see I the answer really is uh, a corpse mm-hmm. very good sweetie because they kind of play some interesting music while she's doing it mm-hmm. they they make that scene go on longer than i was like are we gonna know this person yeah. who's dead i wonder why they did that i think they're trying to demonstrate the 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 craziness of what's happening. All right, yeah. so now this is a little bit broader of questions. Cameron, your turn. Who of the following does not die in the first season? Ethan, Boone, Charlie, or the Marshal? Charlie does not die in the first season. Uh, let's see if you get the correct answer. Oh, I got to Ethan dies up. in the first season? I thought it was second. Uh, the correct answer is Charlie. Good job. Ethan dies in the first season? Oh, is that Tom Cruise's That's Cousin. Yeah, that's Cousin? the guy that yeah. like pretends to be a Park. A good guy, also, and then Jin, and then Hurley's like, "There's one guy not on the list." That's a good one, and that's when Jin. That's a cool was one. Was like others, 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 and just the whole idea of um, the Tailies. You know, it took us like six episodes to get through um, the people who survived on the front of the plane, right. and they did the whole forty-five days for the Tailies in one episode, and it was yes. just very gratifying. And also, that was really good because I. Remember when Boone dies that episode, yeah. he ends up making contact with someone and there's like voices and you don't yes. know who they are. And it isn't until like two seasons later that they re- that like Boone's voice comes on for the Tailies right. and you realize they're still alive. Yeah. And then there's the, the whole time warp thing where we get so confused. So three different groups. We've got the main group of the people who are in the pilot. Then we've got the Tailies, mm-hmm. who that's like Anna Lucia and Libby and uh, uh, Rose's husband. Yes. and Bernard. Bernard. And then we have the others, which are the people who live on the island who are part of the Dharma Initiative. Mm-hmm. Who That's Ethan and the guy that Juliet was right. dating. And Benjamin before. Linus. And Ethan is just a creepy dude. And Ethan was creepy. Yeah. He was he was a surgeon. That's who it was. And then Benjamin realized he had a tumor on his back. And then they were like, "Why didn't you bring a, a like a surgeon down or whatever?" And the, and they're like, "Because you killed ours or something like that." And it was a really good moment. Oh, I don't remember and, that. And then then we get Desmond. 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 But he's part of the Dharma Initiative. He's part of season of. two. That's right, brother. 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 He's okay. in the hat. Kind of. He's in the hat. He okay. wasn't an other. That's who's, the difference. Whose turn is it? 
Uh, my turn, Cameron. Which one of these is not an occupation? No, my turn, because she got to guess the Ethan thing. Which um, one of these is not an occupation of one of the survivors? Okay. A general practitioner. Got that. A communications officer, a construction worker, and finally, a regional collection supervisor at a box company. I know it is. So wouldn't it be a general practitioner? Because he was a surgeon. Is that your final answer? Cameron, is that right? What no, would you don't say? ask her. I, She's your competition. So he, Jack is not a general practitioner. He's a surgeon. He's a spinal surgeon. And then the and we know the box company one. And then what was the other one? And then Saeed is the radio. Communication. communication. And what was the other one? He's Construction worker. Construction worker. Is that what uh, Sawyer did? I'm not Sorry. telling you. Okay, I'm just going to go with general practitioner. That's correct. Thank you. Michael was a construction worker. Oh, who, see, I didn't remember Who that. is the regional collection supervisor? Locke. Bo- Lock. Oh, that's Locke. Yeah. Okay. Um, so number five. Yeah, Sawyer was a like a swindler. Yeah, he was not a cool dude. Uh, this one's too easy, so I'm not going to ask it. Okay. Um, is this Cameron's turn? Number nine. Who comes to Claire's rescue when she goes into labor? Uh, Kate. Is that your final answer? Wait, I don't know if you. Fi- I think yeah, it's Kate. Uh, I'll give you. Kate is actually not even one of the options. She's but the Kate, she gives birth the baby. With it, yeah. Oh, you when know she what? Goes into Who finds labor. Hurley? Was it Hurley? These are the options: uh. Jack, Sawyer, Charlie, or Jin. Jack couldn't do it because Jack was cutting it's off Charlie's leg. It's Charlie. Oh yeah. Because that's how they get connected. That's their besties. But yeah, but I remember I. You guys are all wrong. Really? It's Jin. Huh. I barely remember that. But I remember because I remember the exact moment I was mad at Jack because Boone had just been fallen from the thing. Rip Jin? Or yeah. rip, rip Boone? Rip, rip Boone. <laughs> rip Boone. Uh, he had just fallen from the thing. And then Kate was like, Claire's in labor. You have to come deliver. And he was like, no, Kate, you have to do it. And he gave her all the directions. I remember uh, being Number next. Who Whose turn is it? Mine. Mine. You just went. No, you just went. You just went. Wait. Oh, yeah. I just went. You answered. Who takes care of Vincent after the raft leaves? Oh. Uh, well, Vincent becomes... So after the raft, le- the raft leaves at the end of season one? I think so. I can give you a, a multiple choice. If yeah, give helps. me a multiple choice. Shannon, Locke, Hurley, or Kate? Uh, not Shannon. It's Maybe probably it Hurley. Shannon. Who? Shannon? Was it Shannon? It's Shannon. Yeah, Very I good. remember. Huh. I remember being adorable or something. I'd be like, I love that character. Um, who says this? Listen to me. We are not alone. Uh, Locke. Locke probably. The answer is Saeed. Oh, well, I know. Yeah, give I us some remember. context. Sorry, they could have all said say that. that. <laughs> they all probably said that at one point. I remember. Uh, Locke once said, you guys all know we're not alone on this island. I remember him saying that. Who hit Saeed and destroyed the transceiver? Uh, I know Locke did that. Because he didn't want to be found. That's exactly yeah, right. But he kind of disguised it as it wouldn't have helped. Or Who read like to Claire's baby to stop him from crying? Charlie. Mr. Echo. <laughs> You're both wrong. Give us the multiple choice. Locke. Uh, Charlie. Jack. Sawyer or Locke? Sawyer. Well, it's gotta be Sawyer. Sawyer. He loved his voice. That's, That's what right. it was. I remember that. <laughs> Sawyer. He loved his voice. Sawyer's so cute. cute. Uh, 17. Who killed Ethan? Oh, I... Saeed, Sawyer, Charlie, or Jack? Charlie. That's correct. Yes. Nice job, sweet uh, Snugs. Thanks. Um, three more. 
who has never killed that we know of by the end of season one? Ooh. Who has never killed? I have no idea. Possibly Jack. I'm going to give you guys the options. Her, Hurley, Sawyer, Charlie, or Kate? Oh, Hurley. Kate? No, Kate didn't Kate like kill her stepmom yeah, or her dad no, her or Oh, stepdad. I thought you meant it's on Hurley. the island. No, no. Like never killed Correct. anybody. Never killed anyone, Hurley. Okay, I'll uh, go with it, Cam. It is Hurley. Okay. Yeah, he's, he wouldn't um, have killed at that point. What were the drug dealers uh, dressed as? Oh, priests. Very good. And last but not least, what's Sawyer's real? Oh, no, I'm going to do this one. Oh, James. No, James. Um, <laughs> yeah, James Ford. Uh, 25. Who suffers a beating from Sawyer? Uh, Saeed. Uh, Boone. Uh, the correct answer is Boone. Boone. But he beats he and Saeed he get in that fight. Because no, uh he Saeed tortures him, but Boone tries to steal uh Shannon's asthma, but it turns out Sawyer doesn't even have it and he like pretends that he uh. does. And that's when Saeed tortures him. Ah. Uh. Yeah. But that's the See, I I'm so pleased to get by some of those episodes. Like, if I were to watch Lost again, yeah. I would be like, some of these I don't want to see again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really hard character and studies. And son ends up getting, yeah, her, the, the Shannon, the eucalyptus stuff. Do you remember that? To breathe. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Uh, let's see. In the initial, oh, we already talked about that. Matthew Fox, Dominic Monahan, and Jorge Garcia originally auditioned for the role of Sawyer, who at the time was supposed to be a suit-wearing city con man. Oh, I like that he was... Yeah. But the role was given to Josh Holloway, um, and it just says a bunch of stuff. Uh, I talked about Daniel Day Kim not being able to speak Korean. Uh, one in, one effect in particular was reshot just before part two was broadcast. The scene involving a stuffed polar bear was used for a pre-broadcast commercial and was free fra- freeze-framed and mocked on the internet, prompting ABC to replace it with a CGI bear. Oh really? It was really good. That bear, I complete. I thought they brought in a real bear, but we barely saw it when yeah. it's running toward them. Yeah, I think that might be a watch. So maybe the stuffed didn't. polar bear didn't quite look Got so it. well. Okay, but yeah, just there's so many. So there's so many mysteries. So just so we can like finish up this this the pilot. Yeah. So the mysteries in pilot one and two are number one: how did they crash and live? Yeah. Why did they crash? What this? What is the smoke monster? Why is there a polar bear? Yeah. How, why can't they get radio transmission? Yeah. Those are the big ones. You just listed most of the big ones off. And what's cool is that. Why haven't they been found in 17 years? Yeah. Like the transmission's pretty cool. And then when you, when they finally go to the hatch and they put in the numbers, which are cool because that's Hurley's lottery numbers. Right. That was the craziest moment. So the gist of, of Lost, for those of you who are Lost people, is that all these people have been interconnected throughout their lives, yeah. mm-hmm. that they have had all this overlap that while one was eating at the restaurant, the yeah. other one was walking in with somebody else. Like, I love when they do me that. Me too. And so that's one of the, you know, I think the terminology Easter eggs mm-hmm. that are in TV shows started with Lost, um, that, you know, now we see those things everywhere and Taylor Swift puts them in her videos and everything. But mm-hmm. Lost was one of the first shows. I remember that was the first time I'm, I was... Introduced to the term Easter eggs yeah. in a TV show. And I was like, why do they call it Easter eggs? Which I yeah. understand, but I was... It, it. So basically what you... They don't spoon feed you. You will see a scene of two people in a flashback eating at a restaurant and Hurley will be in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, you're given... It, it, they it's don't interact. So, they it's don't just interact. Like you're just like, talk to each other. Sometimes they do, with barely. unknowingly, but I barely. remember he... Shannon, when her dad dies 
and there's a stepmom and everything, Jack is one of the doctors there, and he's just like, excuse me, and she's not even focused. So wow. how about before we close, okay. let's do this, and it might take a while or maybe not. Um, give me your favorite memory from the entire series for the characters I'm about to say. Okay. And it doesn't have to be just the first one that pops up. Okay. Hurley. Uh, the season finale. The end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that. Well, uh, do you have anything, Cammie? Um, I think I don't even know this is from, but it's what? I was going to say, and also when he drives the, the bug. Yes. And, and, That's what I was yeah. thinking. When he was like, when uh, Sawyer is really mean to him, and he's actually kind of nicer at that point. Yeah. But like, he's like, Hurley, we can't use you at the moment, but he totally dominates. He totally dominates, um, yeah. That's a good moment. Um, Sawyer. Oh, oh, I have one. It's when Sawyer tells Jack about his dad. That's probably the most satisfying moment because I was so... Is he vulnerable? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. when Sawyer tells Jack that he met his dad and his dad was like, I wish I could just call my son because I wanted him to tell Jack so bad, like so bad. I was so mad that he didn't do it. And, mm. that, was, and that was in the season finale, Run, Hide, or Die, mm-hmm. I think it was called. And it was probably the most satisfying mm. scene of Lost. And mine would be the saddest, which is letting go of Juliet. Yes. And oh. then the best moment is when he realizes it's Juliet. Yes. That's like, oh, the mo- it's I the best moment ever. Oh when God. they're at the vending machines. Yeah. Totally. That was a good, and he says that line that they always say. They always say, oh, I could cry right now. Uh, son? Oh, uh, the wind, the... The, the water. <sighs> when he... The, and the pregnancy. When it's a, it's a when it real she realizes it's Jens and not the other guy. Okay, so uh-huh. it's so funny. I'm focusing so much on the end of the series, mm-hmm. but when she and Jen wake up uh, and realize in the hospital room, because, that's a good one. And yeah. Julie, it's like you guys speak English yeah, really, really well. well. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's a good moment, and I love it when Son tells Michael. I think that yes. she speaks. Uh, English. They become friends. When she's tell, and then when everyone finds out she speaks English, when she tells him that Jin wasn't the one that burnt the raft. That's mm-hmm. the yes. moment. Um, Locke? Um, everything. Mm, I know. Uh, it's when he's, it's the kind of the moment that you showed us with Locke and the drug problem, but when he actually says, uh, when Charlie's like, okay, I'm ready to get over them. And then he's like, there's your guitar up there or something like that. Do you guys remember that? Cause because it's up in the tree. Yeah, it's up in the tree. And Charlie says, I would give anything. I would quit drugs if I could have my guitar. Mm. And then he's like, I, and then Locke wasn't going to tell him until he had made the, the right decision. Mm. That was a good moment. Um, Kate? I, 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 you have to come back to me on the finale about John Locke because he's too important to me. Okay. Like I don't I, I don't feel How dare you? Sure I feel it. like I need to think well, about his best moments. His some of his flashbacks were amazing. John Locke had a hell of a life. Oh, and there's one where um it's Locke's dad, right? <gasps> and it ends up being the Sawyer uh Yeah, guy. there's a yes. Sawyer connection. Oh my god, that was so surprising to me. Like at some point, you can start picking up on things and you can maybe figure them out for yourselves, but I had no indication at all. Well, and and when I, what I remember is when he his dad conned him into giving up yeah. his kidney. Oh, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. And John is... Um, uh, don't tell me what I can't do. Yes. Um, oh, that was so bad. Oh. I don't even like talking about yeah, it. Yeah, he bad. brings tears to my eyes, too. Mm. Keep going. Hold on, I think I have that. Don't tell me what I can't do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to listen to that. 
I'm going to take my headphones mm. off. That's all right. I can't find it Great. anyways. Um, oh, um, the uh, I don't know the whole line, but the when he looks into the the he's like I saw the soul of the island and what I saw was beautiful. Yes. When um, does he say that? I don't remember, but he's like I've seen. Lux said that he looked, or he looked into the eye of the island, or something like that. Anyway, but he was he was there. I know Mr. Echo was kind of this way too, but he was there. He was their clergy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He was the the faith giving person. So anyway, keep going. Hold on. Is he gonna play the set? Don't tell me what I can't do. Don't tell me what I can't. Oh. Mm. Lock. Um. Who am I forgetting? Um. Saeed. Oof. Um. I was very happy. When and this he is going to sound con- yes, yeah, this is contradictory because I was saying he should have ended up with Nadia, but on the island to see two people be happy mm-hmm. that was the first time we really saw a relationship like that. Yeah, yeah. well, there were hints of Jack and Kate and stuff, right? You get but it's their all tension. The first episode, yeah, that's all tension, and where Saeed and and Shannon because Shannon, Shannon gets an awful ending. I know, like she gets shot on accident. I know, it's awful. I know, I forgot that's how she died, and I just remember that Anna Louise and that's why I say he doesn't like Anna Luisa. But um I don't think anybody did. Yeah. She had some moments. But she kind of sucked. She kind of sucked. And then she ended up killing and if, that guy. And if you remember toward the end when they're kind of all figuring out where they are, she's still she's kind of like Benjamin Linus. Yeah. She doesn't quite go over with yeah. them. But then Saeed brings her back. That's how it ends. Like he saves her when she's like getting I think there's this guy in a bar, and then they end up reuniting, and then Boone comes back, and it's a good moment. Oh, really? Yeah. Anna Luisa's in the no, final? No, oh, I wasn't talking about Anna Luisa. I was talking about Shannon. No, no, I was talking about Anna Luisa. Oh, she's I was still like, in Shannon kind of the Benjamin ready. Linus limbo. Oh, yeah, she's not ready. <laughs> okay, keep going. Um, We did Saeed. Uh, Jen? We already did Jen. Did we? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Claire? Uh, Claire, when she decides to go on the plane, even though she's pretty messed up mm-hmm. and she decides to meet her son anyway. What about now. Benjamin Linus? Ben Ooh. is a, is one of those great characters that's oh. good, bad, good, bad, good, he bad. He just loves betraying people and then coming back and then he always gets beat you up. You know who that's he reminds thing. me of? He reminds me of, uh, Thor's brother. Loki. He's, he's a total exactly Loki exactly like character. Loki. He's exactly yep. like Loki. He yep. always gets beat up also. He does. Yeah. He's oh always in he's bad all, shape. I remember there was one of the last episodes. <laughs> he gets punched and he's just, come on. Yeah, right. And oh, my, my favorite moment with Benjamin Linus, he's like, I'm going to stay for a little bit longer. Oh, he, he had wasn't more, ready. He had more work to do. He had a do. lot more work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and did we do Jack? So we'll Kate why don't we end with Kate, Kate and Jack. And Jack. So Let's do the Kate first. Characters. They're the best characters. Kate, I just remember her blowing up her house in mm-hmm. one of the flashbacks mm-hmm. or lighting up, lighting the house on but fire. But you liked that? It's yeah. the most memorable. Okay. I don't know if it's the one I Kate, most liked. the best moment of when she brings Jack back and she's like, and he's remembering a little bit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she yeah. she kind of helps him with the final stage. Well, and the reason that the finale is as memorable as it is, is one is obviously that we've been spending seven years of our life learning about these characters and they're about to end. But the score in the finale, the strain, I don't know if you guys remember the, the music that they produce in that mm-hmm. finale is very fitting for the moment. And that's, I think, as impactful as anything Mm-hmm. It's good music. If you didn't have the music, you wouldn't have anything. So last but not least, uh, Jack. Jack. Oof. Uh, he has, you know, because he is not super 
vulnerable, it was always his moments of vulnerability. Like, remember when he tells Kate he loves her? Oh my God, that was so unexpected. I was also, he's, and she's like, why? And she's like, because I love you, Kate. And then he oh, walks away. It's then that's so moment. moving. Like when he's willing to like let down all of his yeah. defenses. And he has an interesting backstory with Julie Bowen mm-hmm. um, and his choices and his dad. And we end up loving his dad, but not initially. Oh, the ending with his dad. That made me sob. That part. Oh, when, so, he, when he says like where are we now and he's like well there's really no there is no where there is when. no now now yes he's the glass clinker remember when he remembered he's walking around when jack keeps seeing his dad walking around with a glass of ice in yeah. season one mm-hmm. i don't remember him with the glass of ice but i remember he hears seeing. a sound oh really and he looks over and it's christian walking around oh, with a glass of ice because that's always how he remembers exactly because he was it. an okay. alcoholic yeah mm. the best one with jack is with his dad in the finale, that's the yeah. best. And also amazing you know, acting. It's like we're skipping over yeah. everything because the finale is so, so good. Now, and we all know, because we're going to do the finale, that the finale was super controversial. Yeah, not and everyone liked not it. Not everybody it's liked it. It's been on the BuzzFeed's worst finales and best finales. And I, it, that's shocking to me. It was so You got to be a certain type of person to get you it. You do. If you, because I asked. You got to be cool. Like one us. of my friends watched the show and she was like, the finale was so weird. Like, I didn't like it. Oh, so great. It's just kind of got to get it. Like, I'm, I don't still fully get it. I'm still going to process it. I watched it like a year ago. But it's pretty amazing. And you have to it. have that kind of faith. Mm-hmm. You have to believe in the, the greater. All right. So we will do the finale sometime soon. Oof. Right? Yeah, sometime I in the next week. To I'm watch excited it. to watch it. I haven't it. watched it in a year. Um, Can you end with You Are Everybody? You All Everybody? Maybe. It, okay. Is it You All Everybody? It's, it's you, you All Everybody. Why do I always say You Are Everybody? Because that makes more sense. Yeah. You All Everybody doesn't like, make any you sense. All every, like everybody. Come on. You All Everybody. Drive Chef sh- should be making a comeback soon. You would think so. We should get a shirt. I remember when we first started watching it like years ago, you guys said that. We, we should, should have a Drive, Drive Chef? Chef shirt. That would be so cool because if we wore that, there would probably be like 10% of the population who would know what that is. 10%? Yeah. I think that's... Wait, there it is. Drive Chef, everybody see you next week thanks for listening everyone remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and feel free to leave us a five-star review on itunes it helps people find us Also subscribe to our Zen Parenting Radio podcast, where we discuss self-awareness and mindfulness, sharing the latest research and pop culture. We're on our ninth year, but there's still always something new to discuss. Do you want more Zen Parenting? Check out our third podcast, otherwise known as Team Zen. One of our team members described it as an advice column meets group help meets like-minded community. With your $25 subscription, you get two live Zen talks with an opportunity to ask us live questions, plus a Facebook community where you can interact or just listen to like-minded parents. 
you can't join us live, you can still access all the Zen Talks through the Team Zen Podcast app. Zen Parenting Conference 2020 is February 28th and 29th. We'll be discussing sex ed, gender, anxiety, neurodiversity, and healthy relationships. Go to zenparentingconference.com to get your tickets. Interested in inviting us to speak at your conference or organization? Go to zenparentingradio.com and submit a speaker request. And while you're there, check out our upcoming events or you can purchase one of my three books. If you ever shop via Amazon, you can help us out by first going through the Amazon link under the Support Us link on our homepage. It doesn't cost anything to you, but we get a small commission from Amazon. And guys, I have a one-on-one coaching practice. It's called Coaching for Guys. You want to achieve a better work-life balance or deepen your relationships with loved ones? We can talk in person, phone, FaceTime, you choose. And don't forget about Tribe Men's Group. We have a virtual community from men all over the world. Head on over to tribemensgroup.org or shoot me an email at Todd at ZenParentingRadio.com. It's an opportunity for guys to come together and talk about what really matters. Finally, I want to give a special thanks to our founding partner, Jeremy Kraft. He's a bald-headed beauty, and the company he has is Avid. They do painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area. Go to avidco.net or give him a call at 630-956-1800. Thanks for all your love and support, and keep on trucking.